All right, guys, welcome back to episode number five of the Totally Worth It podcast. I am Kendall. And I'm Haley. And we are your hosts. Hello, dear. Hey. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to the podcast that we do in our home where we both live. Yeah. Welcome. I'm just the guest. (laughs) You're just the guest. We've been chuckling for a minute trying to figure out how to start this off like we haven't done four already. I know. I don't even know why you asked me. You do it the same way every time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's but it's difficult though because when somebody's like pre- presses record and tells you to go for it it's it's uh yeah it's uh nerve-wracking mm-hmm. but maybe next week we can get you to start it off no absolutely <laughs> not this is your thing i'm just the guest You're right whatever <laughs> You're not a guest. I'm not the lead in this. You are a, you are a co-host is what you I'm are. I'm a co-host, You're but a... emphasis on the co. <laughs> <laughs> on the co. <clears throat> well, I hope everybody is doing great. Thank you guys again for coming back and listening to a new episode. Got some good stuff to talk about this week. And the first topic we're going to start off with is... Drum roll. Let them have it, babe. <laughs> Potty training. Potty training. <laughs> and boy, are we in the thick of it. <laughs> we are. Um, a bit of an odd uh, topic to start off with, but it's something that we are swimming through right now in the deep end. And I'm sure somebody else is too. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I've talked to many different people in my life and ask them how they did it and every single person gives me a different thing and there's they say oh this worked for us you've got to try this yeah but i feel like we've just kind of done our own thing and it's been fine she's getting there yeah we have we have she is we have if you haven't listened before we have a two and a half year old uh, beautiful little angel and we are in the process of trying to get her to not poop her pants and <laughs> to do it in the toilet and as a young parent it is mighty difficult well i think it's i mean it's easier now because i originally tried it right when she turned two and i think she was too young yeah i mean she would she did pee a couple times but it wasn't consistent but now she's she tells you yeah. When she's got to go. And she can go in there and do it by herself. Yeah, she is getting really good. Um, I think her thing is, is when there's other people around, she gets distracted and she's not paying attention like yesterday. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, what happened yesterday? When Chelsea and them were over here and she peed in the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, just she was a little got too distracted. excited. Yeah. And then today, I mean, we left the house with her in panties and went to Lancaster, came back. Uh, Just for full disclosure, she had on more than just panties. She had full clothes Oh, my gosh. I think that's a given. (laughs) It's like 50 degrees outside of. (laughs) But she's getting there. Yeah. Last week was just the the real trying week. It was the constantly setting alarms, taking her to go. Did we do it every hour? Yeah, there was a couple times we went like every 30 minutes because Mm. she was just like asking to go. So for anybody who's listening, I work night shift and I sleep half of the morning most of the time. And uh, so she's 
most of this that she's talking about is her and her and Joe's adventure. But I've been along for some of the ride on my days off. Yeah. Um, but I think potty training as a whole is a uh, one of those things that sometimes parents, or at least from what I've heard from other people, that they dread doing it and there come you get to a point to where it's almost e- it's easier to keep mm-hmm. them in a diaper and life is so busy outside of that you just don't have mm-hmm. the willpower to clean poop or pee up off of the floor well that was me tonight uh, like when we got back <laughs> from getting that couch yeah. i was like we just i know i should put panties on her for like these last two hours before she goes to bed yeah but i'm just so tired it sucks yeah um because like yes she can go by herself like she can climb up there and do it but it's just like stopping what you're doing 700 times a day yeah to go in there and make sure they haven't unru- unraveled the whole roll of toilet paper yeah or peeing the floor or didn't make it or it's just ugh, just put a pull up on and yeah. go <laughs> now, now so I, I i keep getting interjected into this adventure on my days off and i've gotten to see some of the like the the progress that's been made yeah from the and beginning. it's hard for me to see it because i'm just in yeah. it 24 so there was there was uh probably so we decided what at when we when you tried it too and then we we're like maybe she needs a little bit longer and then yeah. when did we legit start recently i mean it's been yesterday was one week one so it week. was like the last sunday okay because i like I just I made the chart, stuck it in the bathroom, started the whole sticker thing. Yeah, and that is really that's really worked. It's yeah. done good for her. Because we started with like more of like a discipline thing. Like, uh, well, it's because she, I know that she's ready for it because she knows what she's doing and she tells you like, yeah. Oh, I just like or the other day I said, "Where have you been?" She said, "I peed in my closet." Why did you pee in your closet? I don't know. Are you supposed to pee in your closet? No. I'm supposed to tell you I, I got to go potty. And I'm like, well, then she you, said, you she know. Says, she says, I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. I'm not supposed to do that. I mean, she's like hiding in the cabinets, peeing on potatoes. Like, just go to the bathroom. You know what you're supposed to so do. So, we have a uh, large, like, floor-to-ceiling set of what, six cabinets. Mm-hmm. two two and two and they kind of go up to the ceiling and the bottom they're deep yeah they're very deep and the bottom two is, she likes to hide in yeah so the bottom two we keep like uh grocery bags and like just random stuff like bags of potatoes and stuff like that and she likes to climb in this cabinet and play around <laughs> and she walked in the other day and kind of hung out right inside the door in it and was real quiet normally she's in there bustling around pulling toys in and out of that cabinet and when we got to looking she was standing inside of it peeing on the floor in the cabinet and it was uh traumatic for the potatoes and the grocery bags yeah had to throw everything away yeah that sucked um but that's when I knew I was like, okay, this you know what you're doing. Yeah. So we just then I just it's so hard though to I know. had to I had to switch my thinking. Like I knew I kn- like you can only discipline for so much. Like eventually you have to do they have to feel like they're doing something. 
Yeah. So you, it's better to create a reward system. Yeah. And at first, and, and when I tried this when she turned two, I tried only the reward system. Yeah. And no discipline. And it's basically like if they go, yay, you make a big yeah. deal about it. If they have an accident, you don't even bring it up. You just clean it up. Don't make a big deal out of it because then they're not going to want to go. Yeah. And that was fine. But now she's she knows what she's doing. Like she's yeah, running yeah, yeah. and hiding. Oh, yeah. um, sure. She'll tell you exactly what she did and why. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she'll tell you, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to tell you I need to go I, pee. I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you know. So now they're like, you've got to have some correction with it, too. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, she still gets rewarded, but you can't just be pooping and peeing all over the house and think that no discipline's coming your way. Agreed. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. Um, what did you think prior to, prior to, well, I guess a better way to ask it is before all of this, when she was still little, what age did you think that you would start trying to body train her at? Was it at two or, well, or did I you always just... said I wanted to start at 18 months, which I did. That would have been last Christmas. And she did get a potty for Christmas. And yeah. we did try at the other house. Yeah. She just wasn't. Quite, she did it once or twice yeah, after we you like could just tell held she, her down. No, it. we didn't hold her down. You're so dramatic. Um, Please be in this bucket. No, that is not. Um, but I mean, the average age is like between two and three years old. So I mean, two and a half is like the sweet spot. Yeah. So I just, I really don't want to be three. I don't want her to be three and then pull ups. Yeah. Mainly because you can't go to preschool at three years yeah, old if you're like not Most places trained. won't allow your kid to right. go there if you're not potty trained. Then that puts a pressure on the parents, and then you're at home, and you're like, God, I really got to get on this. Or I could just let them wear a pull-up for another day. <laughs> and pull-ups are expensive. I know. I can't deal with the pull-ups. It's like half of the amount of diapers for twice the price. Yeah. Well, the only reason we even switched to pull-ups was when we started her at that little preschool. But yeah. then, I mean, she didn't stay. Yeah. So, I think when we're done with these pull-ups, I'm going back to buying diapers. Especially if she's only wearing yeah. it at night yeah, yeah, and yeah, at yeah. nap. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they'll last so much longer 100, now. 100,000%. I agree. Our wallets support that message. Yeah. <laughs> pull-ups are crazy. <coughs> but... And a lot of people don't even do pull-ups. They just go straight to underwear. Yeah. Which I, I feel like we would have done that if she wouldn't have had to have pull-ups to go to whatever you call it. But I feel like I've talked to people who their, their uh, potty training adventure, because it is an adventure, yeah. <laughs> uh, their their process everybody that i've talked to their process is different mm -hmm. and i know that means that every kid is different and every kid's going to do it at a different time they're going to catch it at a different time and it's going to click for each kid at a different moment well there's also this big thing <clears throat> and, and a lot of people only apply it to crops but the farmer's almanac is scary accurate when it comes to 
things like that. Like I have, I know people that use the farmer's almanac to wean their baby off of taking a bottle, um, so pacifier. What? But I, I still, I know I've heard you talk about it, but I still don't really know what that is. So the farmer's almanac tells you, like they create one every year, and it has something to do. Who's they? I don't know the farmers. <laughs> I don't know. It's a book that most farmers in the yeah. United States have. Yeah. And it tells you basically when to plant what, what seasons are good for this, because things rotate. Like, you don't plant the same thing in the same soil but, every year. But the same book that has that in it has stuff about babies' bottles? No, no, no. It's it, it's like a... Seems like It's a like a general... Waste. It'll It's like a, a season of harvest, a season of gaining, a season of weaning... And that's what you follow when it comes to children, like, because you're weaning them off of a bottle, you're weaning them from a pacifier, you're weaning them off of diapers. So it's like a fortune cookie in book form for farmers. I I guess so. I don't know a whole lot about it. I just know my grandma had one every year and she used it to, when she would like plant and garden. I'm, and I'm actually really curious about you this. should, you should look, you should look it up. It's, I'm, I'm going to look but it up for February though. And it goes by month. So for February, the season of weaning is February 4th through the 11th. So this is like the best week that she is most likely going to click in her head for potty training. But who said that? You know, I don't know, but it works. Right, 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 right. I know several people that said that they tried to take um like pass like passies away from their kids, yeah. tried it for like a year and couldn't do it, struggled with it. Somebody told them to just like look up the dates for the next whatever in the farmer's almanac. Yeah. They did it, took it away, never had a problem again. Well, I don't know what day it was. I can't remember what it was, but you were working. Mhm. Last week. And the night before, Haley came in. I don't know. I'm talking to you in third person because I'm kind of addressing the listeners. But she came in and she was like, "All right, well, you're you know you're watching Joe tomorrow. I got to work. So when we wake up, she's when you wake up, she's gonna be in panties, and you need to take her on the hour, and this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. And in my mind, I thought that's gonna be an awful, awful time, and I was super tired from work and I woke up that day. She was in panties. She was in there playing and you went to work <clears throat> and I expected it to be a day filled with cleaning pee and poop up. Mm-hmm. And that something about that day was, I don't know what happened, but mm-hmm. every time that day, that she had to use the bathroom, whether it was pee or poop, she would come tell me, she would say, Daddy, I have to pee-pee. And she would go back to the bathroom, climb up on the toilet, do her business, pull two sheets of paper off like we, like me and her discussed. <laughs> we had a conversation about it. She'd do her business, flush it, come back in here, say, Daddy, I need help putting my panties back on. And she did that like seven times that day. Yeah. And... Then she also came in here once because she was about there playing in her room and I was sitting in here about to pass out <laughs> from being tired. And uh, she was playing in her room and she came in here and she said, Daddy, I need to poop. 
I said, okay, you know where the bathroom is. I thought she was just being whatever. But this girl went in there. She climbed up on the toilet. And I mean, did her business. <laughs> I mean, you, you you could have heard the the beeping from the dump truck. I mean, the beep, beep. Okay, yeah, she it. killed it. She killed it. She went in there, did her business, called me to come in there at the end instead of her normal get up and run in here and show you, <laughs> <laughs> which has happened. Um, and it was just so unbelievably impressive, and yeah. I was blown away, and I just thanked her. <laughs> and I said, thank you for doing this while I'm here. Yeah, she never does that stuff when and I'm here. It's it like... was just a perfect day for her with potty training. I don't know what the deal was, but she it's almost like she knew that I was tired and didn't want to clean anything up. So she was like, I'll poop and be in the toilet today. Yeah, I wish she'd do that for me. Yeah. It's I like wish she would too. Chaos I wish she would too. She's always so much better for you though. I know. It's because that's my sweet baby. Yeah. We'll see. That's my little princess. But back to the subject potty training as a whole for parents especially for the first child you have i mean i I didn't know what to expect and i think that um young parents who are having their first kid would probably in my opinion because i didn't have anything really to do with kids before joe you did Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that in a bad way like you just were around kids a lot more and you're a girl so obviously you're going to know more about that stuff um but I think a lot of parents, maybe that maybe that might be listening, <clears throat> would ask the question, "What what what do you? What advice can you give to us before we start this potty training era? Yeah, with our first child. Um, I'm gonna say, one, be prepared, as prepared as prepared can get. <laughs> but what does that what does that mean? So. Like, I, we were lucky enough that mom gave us, like, all of Ray's, like, panties yeah. that she can't wear anymore. So, we've got, yeah. like, 50 pair. Mm-hmm. So, it's easy every, like, when she pees in them, which is frequently. Yeah. You just throw them in the washing machine. And if they poop yeah. in them, you just throw them away. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not even worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So, stock up. Get some hand-me-downs. Um, have as many pair of panties or underwear yeah that is that possible. has been really beneficial yeah. having all of those and then like every night just wash all of them from the day <laughs> yeah in a load um i would say have patience but cause it does take patience and mine are yeah growing by the day because i don't have any um <laughs> have, i'm sure by the time she's a teenager you'll have be fresh a, out have a plan as far as a reward system what you want to use as a reward system and the worst thing you can possibly do is use food don't use food as an award system because food is a right yeah that's like you know i don't don't know i'm not a fan of here's a here's a gummy if you'll go pee like no but and because that like keeps dog training it know? keeps their mentality of <laughs> oh if i do this like i can eat <laughs> or i can have a snack and then they're going to expect that every single time they go and that's just 
that's not realistic. You can't. They they're can't be seven years be, old and still want gummies every time 25, they go pee. Twenty-five eating the Snickers on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the easiest thing for us was a sticker chart. Like I got a book of a gazillion stickers. Yeah. And with the, it's like they're all Minnie and Mickey, and they're small ones and large ones, and we use the small ones for every time she pees and then every time she poops in the potty she can use a big sticker yeah and i tried to do like the days of the week and make columns <laughs> yeah i don't think that's working but she was just so excited she just slaps them on the paper she doesn't yeah, even pay attention to what day, day it is, is. Yeah. so have a plan but don't be like so structured to where you're bent out of shape if yeah. it if it goes doesn't go according yeah. um and then just Hope for the best. And uh, if you get stressed out and you're exhausted and you're done for the day, put them in a pull-up and try again tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it ain't worth it. It ain't the end of the world. <laughs> it's not. And They're going to be fine. They're going to live. And at some point, no it's matter what, click at, in their some brain point, at some point, they are going to start using the bathroom on their own. Yeah. That's what I keep saying in the back of my mind. Um, if And I am not the person to give advice. But if I could give an advice... Or if I could give advice to the man uh, in that couple who's having their first kid about ready to be potty trained would be something I did with Joe when I'm kind of more on the practical side. Haley's more on the super, the, the nurturing, sentimental side. And so one of the things that I did was I examined all of the possible problems so I walked in, the, I walk in the bathroom and I look and I see, cause we have the little toilet paper roll thing that sits beside the toilet on the floor mm-hmm. and it's probably shin height. Um, and I could see in my mind a, 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 a picture, a video of her pulling all of that toilet paper out. So yeah. I naturally, while she was using the bathroom, I naturally kind of got down on her level, had that conversation with her. Not, not like a oh you're you know you're being a girl you can do this or this. It was like hey, you're 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 getting you're a big girl now and you're gonna have to use toilet paper to wipe. So when you do it, and I pulled out two two squares, I said you need to get one two, and then we tear it off. And we did that after she used after she finished using the bathroom probably three or four times, and I made her count one two. And that, that, that was the day that we did yeah. that thing that she did everything so good that day. And, uh, just having those little conversations with her, cause I can't do much to influence her the way that you can, Yeah. but there are some things I can do is kind of have conversations with her from my mm-hmm. level. Cause, uh, the man's voice to the daughter is different than the mom's voice Yeah. in, in different ways, but that would one of the best things that I've seen during this potty training ordeal is just simply having conversations mm-hmm. with the kid about it. Even if they're not actively using the bathroom at that time, just like the stickers. If you asked, if she walked in here right now and you asked and somebody was like, hey, what's the sticker book? She would be like, the little ones for pee-pee, the big ones for poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's because we've had those conversations with her multiple times and it seems to be that system seems to be working but they're and, may- yeah and the more you talk about it they're yeah. gonna think about it and then be like oh oh i might need to pee yeah and there may be people out there who try that kind of system and that doesn't work and that is a hundred thousand percent fine we just don't know how to help you we just don't know how to help you <laughs> that's just what worked for us 
Yeah. Um, or what is working. We're not there yet, but we're trying to get there as yeah. quickly as possible. Um, but potty training can be stressful, so don't sweat it. Mm-hmm. Just keep keep plugging and keep going. And uh, eventually they are going to get it. Yeah, I think a couple more weeks and she'll have it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Me too. I hope so. Because I am tired of... I think the diapers are like are really our last having to buy for a baby kind of stuff. I know. It's like there's a part of me that it, it's a little sad to me. <laughs> yeah. Not me. <laughs> Whatever. I look forward to that day where we don't have to buy that case of diapers. I mean, me too, but it just it just really signifies that, okay, I don't have a baby anymore. Yeah. I'll tell you what. On that day, we'll take the last one out of that sleeve and you can frame it. Oh my gosh, no. Hang it up in your closet. No. For your mom memorabilia. Hush. Um, No, but that's good. Yeah, Potty training is important. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. And that's that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything back from that person yet? No, I did not. So we can keep it anonymous. Okay. Sorry, our ice machine is... Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> Speaking of a good topic, here we go. <laughs> so we had a friend reach out to us on Facebook. And can you maybe read somewhat of the message, but without, yeah. you know, giving uh, that person's okay. name? So they said... Also, in reference to this, before you read that, we have had quite a few people... Send us messages on Facebook and whatever mm-hmm. um, saying, you know, that they are listening to the podcast and enjoying it. And we really appreciate that. Yeah. That makes us feel good. Yeah. And we enjoy that a lot. So thank you. But uh, anyway. Okay. Do you want me to just read that message? Yeah, just read the message. Okay. But don't, you know. Yeah. Okay, so it says, just listen to the new episode. Here's a topic for y'all. I heard Kendall say that he typically likes the horror, ghost, parentheses, I guess maybe paranormal. Facts. Sci-fi genre when it comes to movies and shows. Maybe y'all could talk about your take on ghosts slash paranormal and what you believe about them and how it relates to our faith. You could also touch on aliens Big conspiracy theorist here. If you haven't heard of Bob Lazar, highly recommend his documentary and the podcast episode he did with Joe Rogan. Love it. <clears throat> so thank you for that topic because I am really into that stuff. Yeah, That sounds really weird to say it like that because I'm not like really into that stuff. I just enjoy yeah. those topics. Um, let's start with... Let's start with aliens. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. Do man. they exist? Do they not exist? Is it possible? Is it not? I, I get. I, I don't know. I know there's stuff out there, and there's all this footage, and you know, like you hear about it all the yeah. time. But I also, I, I don't know. Like God created everything, you know. Yeah. And I just feel like if He did create them. Maybe he would have told us about it. I don't... Yeah. But I also know that... I mean, there's probably all kinds of, like, fish in the ocean that we've never even... Yeah. We don't know anything about either, so... 
I don't, I just don't know. Aliens, it just doesn't make sense to me, and I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is just not a rabbit hole. Like, I've gone down lots of rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> but aliens just, it they just seem so, like, sci-fi, ridiculous, yeah. s- slimy. Slimy. Like what? I don't, I don't what? know. Like sci-fi, ridiculous, slimy. Like can it? <laughs> like they, they got like three fingers and one eye. What and, kind of alien cyclops are you watching? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I guess they could exist. So but you're, so you're a no-go slash maybe. Yeah, probably. I mean, if they come back, I guess here's my thing. Like people talk about like. Oh my gosh, the aliens are coming to get us, blah, blah, blah. But in my thing, my thing is like, yeah, the Bible don't really mention that in Revelation, so I'm good over here, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. It, it, it is one of those subjects that's, I guess, my here's my opinion on it. Um, So you're a no-go slash maybe, maybe. Yeah. Barely, maybe. Yeah. You're a barely maybe. Yeah. No go. Um so somebody I, has to find something in the Bible. <laughs> I would say that I want to believe in aliens more than I do believe in aliens. Yeah. Um and here's the one one of the ways that I look at it is um I don't necessarily think of the term aliens as sort of super intelligent life forms with a soul like us. Yeah. Um, but if a beaver can make a dam across a freaking river, mm-hmm. why can't there be some other species of something who's who's good at something and smart at something that can make something like a freaking flying saucer? You know, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that it's a flying saucer. I'm just saying that the Bible does not list out every yeah. every every living creature that's ever walked the planet. Yeah. You know? Or not walked the planet. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So that's just hard for me because I feel we only know what's on earth. And yeah. I mean. And it says, you know, in the Bible, and obviously we look at it from a biblical standpoint that. And there's so many people right now who are listening to this that are like, what an idiot. But he says in the Bible, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. So he created the earth and the heavens. Mm-hmm. He did not, there's not a sub a sub list underneath that of what exactly all of that is and yeah. what its contents are. Yeah. I think there's a lot of stuff in the world and outside of the world that may be left unknown to us that he didn't feel the need to waste. And that, I guess that's my waste. thing too. If he yeah. didn't think it was important enough to tell us, why are we messing with it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah. Like if he really wanted us to know about these aliens, he'd have told us. But here's an, here's another thing: is that if there are aliens. Who's to say that they don't that they care about us less than we care about them? Well, we are the only things that have souls. Yeah, I agree. So That's to even say, think about it is what you just said. Like, who's to say they care? They can't care. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it would it's be like an the way, animal. The way that a cat doesn't give a crap about you. Yeah. But if you pet it, it's gonna love you. 
I guess. You so. know? But then it's like, if it's an animal, it ain't creating technology. I mean, like I said before, I want to believe in aliens more than I do. Yeah. Now, I have a friend that I work with who is 1,000%, I mean, just immersed in the topic of aliens. And that is like his specialty. Yeah. It's his interest. He goes to like conferences and conventions and he can tell you every major story of every piece of footage that you've seen on anything pretty well and he can tell you about all the famous people who have given their take on aliens or whatever or so-called proof of this and that or whatever and i envy him because he is so into it and it looks to be so much fun <laughs> to me <laughs> that would be uh, the last place on this planet it looks look it, 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 that conversation looks so much it would be so much more fun if i was sold on it yeah um the the idea that aliens ex- i think that there are things that exist that may qualify as alien but i don't think it's the aliens that we see on tv yeah and now i i like the term ufo okay or i get yeah like an unidentified flying object i'll but in my mind it should be an unidentified foreign object yeah there you go that works. I'm because, sure that that's also interchangeable. Because that could categorize so many things and then close the book. Yeah. You know, like just leave it there. But then, but then there's also, even though I say I want to believe in it more than I do, there's also a bunch of stuff that. Sorry. You good? Yeah. There's also a bunch of stuff that, in my opinion, it's almost too many things to ignore to say that it definitively does not exist. I think I'm more on the line of I'm I don't think And I'm not talking about videos of flying saucers. Yeah. I'm talking about like government projects and Now that's thing, a different story and things like that. I don't doubt that our if our government can create lab grown meat and sell it in a grocery store, yeah, they can create all kinds of crazy things, yeah, that they might release. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't think God created some aliens. Yeah. 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 Now, well, I mean, if they are real, He had to have created them. I mean, He created everything. Yes, but what I'm saying is like, I don't think aliens are how how we think they came about. I think aliens are like created. Yeah, maybe by humans in like labs uh, and. Uh, okay, I see, you know where, I see where you're going with that. That Almost is a, that's like, a whole other rabbit hole. I like, imagine. like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that our government ain't created some crazy off the wall stuff yeah. that got leaked and. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. I but, don't but, doubt. But all of the stories about 
and obviously we don't have any real real proof, but all the stories about, um, you know, like government having possession of certain like spacecraft and stuff like that or uh, unidentified elements and stuff like that like weird just weird stuff there's so many different stories about this kind of weird stuff that there's got to be some level of truth to something in there somewhere maybe you know i mean i think i just or is the story something entirely different and they flood the Mm -hmm. media with green-eyed aliens Mm -hmm. in order to get us off track yeah that's a hundred percent what it is that's what you feel yeah i feel that that's very plausible yeah um the the person that commented i mean that sent you that message mentioned bob lazar we did a little digging this week on uh, i had already previously watched that joe rogan podcast with bob lazar and um you did too initially, I think, but mm-hmm. didn't care too much. I, I know that I watched first, it, but I just yeah. don't remember it. And you did kind of did some refreshing up on that. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm curious uh, if you are listening to this week's episode, what your thoughts are on Bob Lazar. Um, speaking specifically to that person that sent this message, but me personally, so Bob Lazar was a guy who was in the air force super smart guy blah 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 claimed that he worked at some area 51 something kind of like or near area 51 or something where he was his job was like super top secret and he was brought in to like reverse engineer Mm -hmm. different parts of spacecrafts that had been acquired through like archaeological digs and stuff like that like weird weird stuff mm-hmm. but he claimed to see he claimed to have seen things in there um like alien spacecraft kind of stuff and uh flying things that shouldn't fly and stuff like that but uh I tend to think that there is some truth to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know to what level or degree. Um, but he did want, there was one portion of the, of the podcast that he did with Joe Rogan where he talked about a certain element that, and I can't remember any of the details about it, but there was an element that he told in his original, when he first came out in the media yeah. about it, there was an element he said, you you guys just wait. There's going to be a new element on the periodic table mm-hmm. or whatever that's going like to come my, out. It was like my... I can't remember what it was. But anyway, and then years later, it sure was. enough, that element was brought into the public eye and added my to the, something, something like crazy that. like that. Um, but he was saying, I've been, you know, I've been trying to tell you guys this stuff. People don't believe me, whatever. Um so yeah, I think I believe a portion of what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't yeah, I mean know. I don't I, believe everything, but also you know we were reading, and at the end of the article, it kind of spun it the other way. It was like oh, most of what he had said had been proven false through a lie detector test and blah 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 blah. But the government's gonna spin it however they want you 
Yeah, they were saying that like uh, his record in the Air Force was confirmed, but his record for his schooling or something, they couldn't find any record of him ever going to those schools. But like, how easy would it be to for, just wipe his for, record? Yeah, for the freaking government to wipe the dude's record of his school. I mean, they've done way worse. I mean, for clearly lay, he went less. to school. How did he get the job? Yeah, or how how did he be, get? that smart in you know yeah. physics and engineering and things like that i mean like, he, he didn't get that in high school yeah you know he went somewhere yeah i mean the government's just always shady anyway. so i think that there is a level of truth to that bob lazar ordeal yeah but i just don't know how high that level is yeah i feel that he has probably gained some things from his mm-hmm. you know time do, being the whistleblower and there are some perks to that, which would lead the uh, people to dis, you know, whatever they call that, what is it, debunk him or yeah. whatever. But yeah, so that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel. Some people say Bob Laser, but <clears throat> Lazar. I, I say Lazar. So how how do you feel on the subject of like paranormal? Like ghosts. Like, let's get away from the alien aspect. Aliens are done. Yeah. She doesn't believe kind of maybe one day, and I do. Maybe. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Not really, but maybe. But I want to. Um, Paranormal and ghosts. Yeah. Um, First off, you will never find another person. Well, I ain't going to say that. But you will never find someone in close proximity to you that enjoys horror genre more than me and i feel that i have watched every good horror movie ever Mm -hmm. Uh, so if anyone has some recommendations recommendations, he's probably already seen it but but i would love to hear your recommendations um so i've i want to say that i'm familiar with that area or genre of things but i'm really not but when it comes to Real supernatural, whatever, ghosts, paranormal. I uh, I don't believe, and I, I think that we share the same feeling on this, but I don't believe that, I believe that crazy stuff can happen that we can't explain. Right. I 100% believe that um, because I've experienced it once, and mm-hmm. I'll probably tell you that story in a little bit. But uh, I don't believe that what people refer to as ghosts are people who haven't, like, crossed over yet. Yeah, I don't believe that that is what yeah, that we is. Yeah, d- we don't believe in ghosts because yes. I think the things that take place on Earth that people consider ghosts, yeah. it's of a demonic thing. Yeah. Because I think that it's a facade as if it's a ghost. Yeah, that's the whole point that be, the devil tries to. Yeah. Because, and I just get chills like even talking about this kind of stuff. I love I it. Hate it. I love it. Because, um, I mean, it says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So you, there yeah. is no spirit hasn't crossed over. Yeah. They're, they're waiting. They've got, yeah. they got I agree. A, they have to make things right or. Yeah, what, I, don't, that, I don't. That's not a thing. Yeah, I don't believe that. You're either here or you're not. Yeah. And I don't think can't people can't come back and haunt you or... Yeah. Now, it, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a Christian, then this would be hogwash baloney to you. 
Yeah. But this is just, just what we believe. Hear us out. This is what we believe. You know, you're welcome to believe anything you want. It's a free world. But and I, we don't care. Yeah, and we don't <laughs> care. It's totally fine. You uh you do you. Um but yeah, we we don't believe in that. Mm. However, we believe or I believe that what we interpret as ghosts here in our world is more of like what you said, the demonic yeah. side of things, mm-hmm. um, the demonic world, demons and things like that. I 100,000% believe in demons. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you believe in angels, you have to believe in demons. Yeah. And I think, you know, the Bible talks a lot about the devil and you hear people in the South, I mean, especially here in the South of the United States where um, the people say, oh, the devil, he's just been, he's been, he's been on my back. You know, he's been this, but I think the devil, the devil can't be, he's not omnipresent. Yeah. Per the Bible, he's not omnipresent. Mm-hmm. So if what we're saying is true and it's not ghosts and it's demons, it's most likely not the devil. Yeah. It's his it's his boys. His work. Yeah. His henchmen. Yeah. Uh the demons. And there's I mean gazillions. Yeah, I, I mean there's like. a, there's a lot of those. Yeah. I don't really I, I can't speak from that part as a authority, but I would yeah. be willing to bet that there's a heck of a lot of them. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's kind of how I feel on that part. Um but I do believe that things happen on the regular um, that well, we think, that we can't explain. I think that we encounter people, um, on I ain't gonna say on the on the regular, but I think we encounter more people than we think that, um, that have some type of demonic thing Presence. attached to them yeah. than they even realize or we even realize. Yeah. You know, just like. I mean, I think addiction is demons. Yeah. Like, because sane people don't do things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that just like there's, um, I mean, every in the, you hear the expression, everybody has their own demons. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's true. I think there's yeah. a lot of things that go on in this world that strictly just come yeah. from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean... Uh, this is probably stretching it a little far, but this is just kind of one of my thoughts. I wouldn't even say this is what I believe, but uh, one of my thoughts is that the, the one way to sort of prove that there are many, many different demons, in my opinion, is that you're, you as a woman are not necessarily going to be as easily drawn to some of the same things that I would as a man. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is there are many, many demons who are good at trickery in so many different areas. Yeah. So that if you're being, you know, if you're being, um, if you've got some kind of demonic presence around you that's, may influ- you know, influencing you to make a bad decision in the world of, um, social media or motherhood or whatever it is that that there's probably another one that's got some different interests mm-hmm. that's going to come to me with with 
different stuff, you know, lust and and and, yeah. and different stuff. So well, it's all, you always hear the expression that um, women fall for what they hear and men fall for what they can see. Oh, that's a big fact. Yeah, like you can you can make a woman fall for you, and they could never see you. Yeah, just by things that you tell them your words yeah and you can never speak a word and have a man fall for you yeah <laughs> just, just based on your you looks look, yeah and that i mean 100%. that's just that's the fact. reality that's a fact um but back to sorry on. we kind of got off on a tangent there but back to the uh ghosts um at the end of the at the end of it all yes we believe that but i think the the best and most juicy part of the question, which I don't think she necessarily asked in that message, Mm-mm. was, and this is the question I'll ask to you, what is one experience in your life where you have had what you would consider to be a paranormal experience that you could not explain, that you know was not normal? Yeah. Um Excuse me. I would probably say, um, so when my, when my grandpa was dying, um, we were, we have a huge family and it was a small house. So there was a bunch of us all basically like crammed in his room and he was like out of consciousness and you could tell like his respirations were getting down to like two and three a minute and you just knew it was time yeah um and his sister was sitting beside his bed and we were all kind of in there just you know it's just a sad time um but anyway she started singing um i don't know i think it was amazing grace and everybody else is like crying and praying and all this stuff and she's just a singing and as she's singing the light in his room just starts like flickering um and it does it like continuously and then the minute she stops singing it just like goes out hmm. and me and my cousin just kind of each other like did you just see that you got that right like <laughs> it ain't yeah. just me but we were the only people that noticed it everybody yeah. else was too you know emotionally distraught i find it hard to not notice yeah but i get it it was in a yeah, and it Very was in the middle of the day, so like you couldn't, yeah. you wouldn't really know if the light was on or not. Um, but we just happened to catch it, and then I mean, not even thirty minutes after that, he passed away. Really? And so I do believe in, um, like an, an angel of death. Uh huh. Um, and I do believe that God will send an angel or angels to you know what i'm saying like to get that person so let me ask you this so indirectly based on the the what we've said so far about what we believe about ghosts and demons or whatever um if demons have the power to do these things Mm -hmm. so you're also saying and correct me if i'm wrong that there is a, a flip side to that coin Oh, a hundred percent. Because I think in the same instance that, you know, demons can, 
um, take a facade of a person or a loved one or whatever, I think that there's angels that watch over us. I mean, there's supernatural things that happen all the time yeah. and people are like, Oh, that's my guardian angel. Yeah. And no, the, your loved one is not your guardian angel because <laughs> angels aren't people. Yeah. Um, they can't, they're, they that don't know. Neat, this is a neat thought. Though. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, you just wrecked somebody <laughs> somewhere. I mean, it, it's, it, cause, and I mean, and we still, we all say it. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. say all the time, like yeah. my grandma's my guardian angel. Yeah. But, and I know she's not because they can't be because angels are per, like perfect. Or angels. Yeah. Um, but I do think, I mean, in the Bible, it talks about that there's different kinds of angels and they have different jobs. Yeah. Um, and so I do think that he has angels that come and like yeah. receive. Cause, I mean, you got to think in the Bible, I mean, even in the Bible that they, they there was moments where angel i mean angels came down to yeah, jesus like, on the cross and, and that and i mean to people yeah like the shepherds in in the, in the field the sky was like full of angels I or, mean, the, or an the angel an, appeared in the sky yeah and i mean the angel you know? sat at the tomb when yeah. mary came looking for and jesus and she didn't even realize it was an angel yeah right or am i misreading that I don't know. Am I think misthinking that? Either I, either there, way, there, there was, were angels. Either way, there was an angel there. Yeah, and there was like, why? Are you, what are you doing here? He's gone. So I think I think what what I experienced was more of, um, like I guess the term would be like him crossing over. Like they yeah. were. The, I mean, I know it happens in an instant, sure. but I do feel like there is because you also hear. And uh, sometimes, like, my grandpa wasn't very verbal at the end. Um, Like, for instance, a couple weeks ago, my great aunt passed away. Yeah. And we went to see her, and it was, like, the night before or the day before she passed away. Yeah. And I do think that they get a sense of heaven before they go. Yeah. Because immediately when we walked in... She looked at my mom and asked if Joanne was gone, which is my grandma, and she's been dead for years now. Yeah. And it, like, I feel like it's it's something of that sort. Like they, once they start recalling people that have already gone, yeah, I think that there's angels present. Do you think that, that comfort them? Yeah. In their in that like they comfort them while they're passing. Sure. Because death isn't your soul is an instant thing. Yeah. But death itself is a process. Yeah. That's why there's hospice nurses because there's stages to dying. Yeah. So do you think that in sometimes in in experiences like that that an angel or God or heaven in general allow is sort of allowing you to experience that to to give you some peace about the I think the ordeal. So. I th- I think it's in the same way that a demon would mm-hmm. y- you know introduce itself to a person in order to do something nefarious. Yeah. That an angel would do the similar thing like in you know in the Bible when they said the angel appeared in the sky and Yeah. what you know whatever. And, I think that it it happens to give a sense of peace, but off, but also, 
Like me and my cousin were the only two people that experienced that or recall experiencing that. I also think things like that happen so you can like share almost like your testimony and help bring people or like lost family members. Like if, like we know we're going to see that person again. Yeah. And this little strange thing happened and it kind of like reassured us that when we knew that they were fixing to go yeah, and we knew that they where they were going. Mm -hmm. And I think it can also be used as a way to like draw in the lost. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. Interesting. So what I, you've got two experiences. You had the lady you dealt with at work. Uh-huh. And your brother's old house. Oh, God. <laughs> so, and I don't let me even tell like you, to think let me tell you this. It. Nothing creeps me out more than, there's two things. Old ladies and little kids. <laughs> and both of my stories, I'm only, I'll only tell one, but... Uh, long story short about the other one, a family member who has kids, um, started and I don't know where it came from. The kids were really too young to start making things up, I guess that I would say. Yeah. Uh, almost too young for their imagination to stretch this far to come up with this. It seemed like, and they were both, there were two, uh, boys and they kind of, uh, we're talking about this person that lived in their closet. What was his name? Jim. Jim. Mr. Jim. <laughs> and they kept telling their parents all the time, you know, what are you doing? And Mr. Jim, he lives in our closet and talks to us at night and like <laughs> just freaking weird stuff, dude. And like, uh, it's just, uh, there ain't no way. There was a couple things that happened while they were there. That freaked them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was there one night. Um, I spent the night over there. And this was back when I was in college. Or I had come home or something. And I didn't want my family to know I was home. So I just kind of like stayed over there one night. And uh, I went to, went down the hallway. Everything was dark. Went to the bathroom to pee. And I'm standing there in front of the toilet peeing. The light starts flickering. And all of a sudden all I could think of was, don't do it, Jim. Do not do it, because I don't have time for that tonight, and I can't deal with this tonight. I will leave this place right now. Um, But, yeah, that was a bit of an unexplained ordeal, and I think that they kind of got over it and never really said anything else about it, and nobody really addressed it, and it just kind of left it alone. Left it alone. Um, But since you gave an example of something sort of a positive paranormal experience i will give my example of a extremely not positive paranormal experience and i have i have only encountered what i would say to be what people would perceive as a ghost or demon or whatever um once and i have never experienced it before that and i have not experienced it since so a couple of years ago, I was at work, uh, and in my job, we have to go to people's houses sometimes to help them do things. And uh, so we get, to, I get to this house, and I'm kind of by myself. And well, I'm, I'm with somebody else, but he's like across the street talking to somebody, the neighbor or something. And uh, it was this really old lady. I mean, super old, 
sweet lady. She came to the door. All lights in the house were out. And uh, she came to the door, and I was talking to her. Super nice lady and, uh, you know, had a smile on her face. Old white woman. Um, just like 150 years old, you know, just like the oldest possible woman ever, um, lived by herself, family kind of lived, uh, down the road somewhere, I think. Um, but I was talking to her under her carport. It was summertime, so it felt really good outside. And, uh, I was standing there talking to her and I kept asking her, you know, are you okay? Do you need anything? Can I get you anything or whatever? And we was talking to her and she was kind of talking out of left field. It's somewhat like an older person might do once they get really close to the end. Uh, like maybe she might've had some dementia or something like that. Yeah. Um, but while I was talking to her, I could tell she was a happy old lady. Um, she had a smile on her face, like I said, and she was talking to me. And then all of a sudden, mid, I mean, mid sentence, every bit of emotion that she had just melted off of her face and not physically, but her face was almost like it was just wiped clean of emotion. And whatever she was saying, she immediately stopped saying it. And in that same second, she started whispering (laughs) in a, what appeared to be a different language. Mm -mm. And so she was talking to me and she was like, yeah, you know, and this and this and that, and uh, really love the neighbors and this and that. And then all of a sudden she went into, Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) But it wasn't like mumbling or, or like growling or anything like that it was legit words i don't know what it was and i couldn't explain it but there was something in the moment that just didn't seem right (laughs) something felt bad yeah it wasn't that it didn't seem right or it was a question as to maybe something's wrong something felt wrong yeah like the hairs on my neck were standing up and i was scared to death (laughs) i mean i was scared to death and it probably went on for 10 seconds and then so she was like you know you know uh it's been great over here and the neighbors are real nice and then for i mean and just the most dead look in her eyes was staring into my soul stop i don't like and i all i could do i was frozen all i could do is stand there and stare at her in her eyes and then all of a sudden, after about 10 seconds, she just went back, straight back into the conversation we were having. Smile came back to her face and everything. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, go. and when I tell you, it scared me so bad that right after she was like, "Do you, would you like to come in? And I was like, no, <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. I just knew there was going to be a circle of candles in the floor in there or something. <laughs> something bad was going on. But I've never had that feeling but since or, or before that. Yeah. And it's just, I can't describe how bad it felt in the moment when, that, when she started doing that. Yeah. It was like every bone in my body knew I needed to leave. Yeah. But it wasn't like a hilarious scared it was like a legitimately terrified yeah scare i hate stuff like that i hate talking about it yeah uh, ugh, I and can't i, I it. just and i even i told multiple people about this and <laughs> don't uh, go back to that house yeah 
I legit did. I told people, I said, dude, if you get sent to that house for whatever reason, you better be ready. You better be prayed up because that junk is something that's going on out there. And your (laughs) your boy wants no part of it. (laughs) And uh, I think that also kind of goes into like, um, I love, I love horror movies and scary stuff or whatever. But your boy don't like going to no haunted houses. Yeah. I don't like doing none of that. I don't like being scared in real life <laughs> at all. And that lady made sure I knew it. <laughs> um, but it was just... It's one of those things that I will absolutely never forget. Yeah. And I knew in that moment. I said, this is <laughs> otherworldly. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, it was, it was wild and... Uh, so I do believe uh-huh. in those things and those paranormal whatever. Um, I just can't explain a lot of it. Yeah. I love watching it on TV. No. And, and See, I, know I don't want to watch it on TV. And I, I, now there's a difference in paranormal and then like scary movies. Yeah. Like Halloween is not scary. Freddy yeah. Krueger is not scary. Yeah, but like there the, are some people who feel that stuff scary. But it, but that stuff to me is just fake. But yeah. the the stuff that is real and can be real yeah. is the stuff you're not about to catch me watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I just and I used to. And you like, ain't gonna be watching no Ouija board. No, I don't stuff. want nothing to do with it because I mean, it ta- literally talks about in the Bible that we don't we don't wrestle with the. The thing yeah. we wrestle against principalities and, and powers and stuff like that. I'm not. Uh, yeah. It's just like they say, you know, like music is a super gateway to like let things enter into your life. And yeah. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah. I don't. I don't facts. be messing with music no more. Hotel California. Count me out. Can't <laughs> handle it. <laughs> Done with it. And I think. um um, I think Ricky Cope for ruining that song for me. <laughs> but um, yep, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to watch it. I don't listen to it. And yeah, I'm done. So anyway, to that person who sent us that message, I hope that we have uh, expounded and addressed <laughs> those topics well enough. Let us know what you think and what your answer to some of those questions are. We appreciate. Yeah. That question. And that goes for anybody else. If you guys have any certain topics that you want us to uh, address or, or, or just bring up and talk about in the raw, in the moment, uh, we'll be glad to. And we would love to do that. So hit us up on Facebook or whatever. And also, I haven't even told Haley this yet, but we have a email address now. Oh. Um, <laughs> Something else so, to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to keep up with it. I'll keep up with it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not because you're not allowed to, but because I know you won't. I don't want to care about it anyway. It's um, not that I just have like three other email yeah. addresses. So if you with. if you have a topic and you want to email us something, you can email it to totallyworthitpod at gmail dot com. That's totallyworthitpod at gmail dot com. Oh, don't start with that. <laughs> um. But, uh, yeah, feel free to send it to her on Facebook or myself or email it to us at totallyworthitpod.com. No. 
Um, it's at Gmail. Yeah, at Gmail. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I got a little too into the voice there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 So why don't you enter our last few minutes um, and tell us about your uh, mid-death heart attack this week and what that came from. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I don't know how many of you out there are addicted to caffeine. Me. But um, (laughs) I used to be, and I love it. I love coffee. I love all things coffee. And ever since I had Joe, I have had some heart issues. And I've slowly been trying to, like, weed things out and get over some things. And one of the things I decided over the summer was that I was going to cut out caffeine and see if it would help. And I did that, and it did help a lot, actually. Um... So, since June or July, I have not had any caffeine unless it was like, I don't know, maybe in a glass of tea or something. But no, like, espresso, no coffee, unless it was decaf. I do drink decaf coffee. Um, Which is absolutely pointless, but keep going. Well, not for people that enjoy the flavor of coffee. Yeah, 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 I got you. you. Um, Because if you take an avid coffee caffeine addict... And you take all of it away from them and don't give them something that even gives them a sense of normalcy. Yeah. They're going to lose their mind. Yeah. So I switched to decaf and it was great. Um, so the other day I went to Dunkin' and I ordered my usual decaf Americano. And after I drank the whole entire thing, it, there was no way, there's not a chance a snowball chance in hell that this was decaf coffee. Yeah. And I immediately thought I was going to die. I was at work. (laughs) Yeah, I was at my mom's, thankfully. But my heart started racing. I got the worst headache. I got super nauseous, was sick on my stomach. It's like everything was spinning. I just felt horrible. And I could not shake it. And so I was chugging water. Like, I drank probably eight bottles of water in two hours trying to, like, flush it out of my system. Wow. Um, I just felt shaky and jittery and just, it was horrible. And so, um, it just made me realize that if you go off of caffeine. Yeah. And you accidentally have it or have it in, and you're not paying attention, it really can wreck you. Yeah. Because I feel like it's been two days since then and i still don't feel right yeah because i imagine when you're when you and i I actually love coffee too because of you yeah um and i imagine that if you quit doing it for a while or quit drinking it then if you got your hands on some at some point then it would really yeah it would really get wild and it just, it made me realize how much of a sensitivity you can develop to it. Because, I mean, I used to be the girl that would, I mean, when I worked at a sports bar, I would drink a Red Bull yeah. while I was at work, get off, take pre-workout, go to the gym, <laughs> go home and sleep, get Ain't up, no and then have Ain't coffee, no go back to work. And 
it like never affected me, never bothered me. I could drink like two, three coffees a day, never phased me. And now it's like I had one, yeah, one coffee, and I legit thought I was dying. You. It wrecked me completely. She texted um, me when I was at work and was like, "I feel dying. bad." <laughs> I, I was so close to telling my mom like, "You're gonna have to take the emergency room because I don't know what's happening." And but I mean that was the only explanation. And I know it's happened before. I've talked to people that yeah. are decaf coffee drinkers and say, oh, yeah, Starbucks or Dunkin', they they say they give you decaf like it's on your sticker on the cup, but you don't know what you're, they're pouring in your cup. Yeah, 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 for sure. And now I just, like, it really scared me, and I feel like I just can't now trust people. Now you're terrified people. of it, yeah. And well, you used to make it here. I did. And but it just ain't the same. It's not the same. Like, I've tried so many Maybe brands. that's because they're just using regular coffee. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I've tried decaf of several brands at home, and it's just not the same. And it sucks because we have such an expensive espresso machine that yeah. I wanted so bad like two years ago and got it for Christmas. And now and I'm the only one that uses now it. Now Kendall's the only one that uses it. And he didn't day. even drink coffee when we got it. So... <laughs> So I, when me and her first got together, I drank energy drinks, and I would drink probably one to two monsters a day. Now I didn't drink the regular monsters. I drank the like the the zero sugar ones. The Blue. I know, I know, I get it. But um, and then I had an incident one time where I drank two of them too close together, and it like about made me have a heart attack. And then after that, I was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And then Haley was like, why don't you try some whatever it was, iced coffee or something. Since you like to drink cold, try an iced coffee. And then I did, and I didn't like it that much. But then I kind of gave it a few more tries, and then I, I fell headfirst into that. Yeah. And I've been drinking it ever since. And now I drink uh, espresso and water. Just and a, Americano. Just, yeah, Americano, just about every day. Yeah. Uh, especially on the days I'm working. Yeah. And, I'll, and I feel like that's fine. And I feel like it works so more, good for me. It's more of a, it is a natural. Yeah. I feel like it does me so perfect. Because yeah. it gets me hyped awake. up and awake, but it also doesn't make me crash. I don't yeah. crash. Well, I think it. part of my problem is that ever since I had Joe... One of the problems is they can't get my heart rate at a normal yeah. beat, I guess. Yeah. And so it naturally is running higher. And if your heart rate naturally runs higher than average, it's going to give you high blood pressure Yeah. over time. And so now, like, I take medication to keep my heart rate average. So it, I think what was happening was I was taking medication and then I would drink regular coffee and it would like go up a little bit but my, yeah. the medicine i was taking was like keeping it somewhat stable but i wanted to come off of it like i hate being on medication so i said well what can i do to eliminate these things in my life that can help me come off of this yeah and caffeine was like a, a big one and i can tell a difference like i feel better being off of caffeine now you're just depressed because you can't drink coffee and now i'm just sad because i can't drink it at all and i can't trust that when i go out in public people are going to yeah. make it the right way yeah so now it's like what do i do because that was that was my treat you yeah, know yeah, yeah. like that was my okay mom needs a 
Mom needs a something. Yeah. I mean, I don't drink liquor every day, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not an alcoholic, yeah. so it's like, give me some coffee. I need something, yeah. So. So, if anybody out there has dealt with a similar ordeal where they had to quit caffeine and they found something. It sucks, because, like, I feel, I feel like I'm alone, because everywhere yeah. I go, I mean, every time I turn around, everybody drinks coffee these yeah. days. At every event. I never thought I would be the one to say at that. At every event, there's a coffee truck. Yeah. Um, or there's a coffee shop, and it's what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Co- I love coffee. So if there's anybody out there listening who has an alternative or who has found an alternative that works for you, let her know because she's looking for something yeah. ASAP. <laughs> I w- I really wish that our town would just get a smoothie place. Yeah. Because I'm a smoothie drinker. Smoothies and coffee are my go-to. You know, on this planet, as far as things that are edible, I there it would be impossible for me to care less about a smoothie. I just, it's the last, it would be easily in the last group of things on my list. That's so sad. Because I could, I could live off of just smoothies. Oh, God, I would starve to death. <laughs> you wouldn't, though, because you get all your I, nutrients. No, I'd starve to death. Because no. I wouldn't be able to drink them. No. But. When they're made right, they're so good. Ugh, I need some food food. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I'll stick with my Americano. Yeah. My iced Americano with cream and liquid sugar. Yeah. So it's really, really good. Yeah. If any of you men out there need a manly coffee drink, that's it, bro. That is it. Yeah, well, when Go you make it at home, you just use honey and creamer, though. Yeah, I use honey and cream. Yeah, that Chobani uh, sweet cream. Yeah. Boy, what? <laughs> that joint's good. Um, Yeah, so she's... Uh, struggling. Struggling, trying to find something to replace her coffee addiction. So if you guys have had any caffeine addictions or anything like that that... Uh, or, interest, or if you're a mom that doesn't drink coffee, tell me what you do with your life. <laughs> yeah, tell her what you do with your life. What can I do? What can she do? She's searching. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So. I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> She's ready to go to bed, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hey, listen, guys. Uh, once again, I know we said this last week, but... Uh, we, we are super, super grateful for all the people who have downloaded the podcast so far. Um, we've enjoyed it, and we're having a great time doing it. Um, thank you all so much again for listening. And uh, if you all have any questions or anything, you can feel free to reach out to us or any topics that you guys want us to talk about, reach out to us again on uh, Facebook, either one of us, direct message or post, or you can email us at totallyworthitpod at gmail.com. Um, and we will most certainly, uh, do that. Um, and we're working on some, uh, interesting ordeals for some future episodes. Uh, we've been talking to a few people, um, that maybe in the coming months, we're going to try and maybe have some, have, uh, some guests. One or, some guests, one or two people on with us, some very, very interesting folks, um, to pick their brains a little bit about what they've got going on in their life and what they're doing. Uh, they're doing some cool stuff. So uh, hopefully we can share that with you guys and uh, some cool topics that we're going to be uh, kind of planning ahead for 
and uh, talking about in the future. And also, we're kind of testing right now a video function. So um, this podcast right now is being filmed as a test. We're not going to use it because we're both in our pajamas. Yeah. And there's stuff all over the furniture, um, mainly two-year-old toys. But uh, so we are kind of heading in that direction. So if y'all have any guidance or anything or you know anybody who's done that or have any advice on that, please feel free to let us know. But other than that... It has been a wonderful episode number five, and it is time to go to bed, y'all. Yeah. We'll see you.